the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Pastor John Allworth. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every day. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. This is Pastor John Allworth, and I am so excited to be here with you again for Recovery Radio Houston. You know, this show is about hope, and we're about, you know, bringing people that are doing kingdom work in the community, and, you know, there's so many people doing such wonderful work. I want to give a shout-out, so to speak, to a couple of ministries here in just a minute, but... um, let, let's let's go into prayer. Father God, we just come to you today with such gratitude. You know, we are just so thankful you're still in the miracle business, and we see the miracles in the recovery field every single day. We see people that you are transforming lives. Uh, you are, your power is, is mightier than anything on this earth, and we, we just thank you for, for transforming, changing lives, for bringing people out of the darkness and into your marvelous light, out of bondage and into freedom, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. We just thank you for your grace, your forgiveness, and most of all, your love. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, well, we are just so excited to be here. Um, You know, recovery is a part of our ministry. We've got a couple of ministries. We've got Break Every Chain, which meets on Friday nights at 901 Wilson Road at 7 p.m., it's called Break Every Chain because that's what God does. He breaks anybody's chain, breaks bondage uh, when you just surrender your life to him. We've got Break Every Chain at 901 Wilson Road. We meet every Friday night at 7 p.m. And then we've got our church, New Covenant Church, uh, Greater Heights, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We are a church plant. We are located at 240 West 18th Street in uh, downtown Heights at 77008. That's 240 West 18th Street. And and the heights. We meet at six p.m. on Sundays. We wanted to do something a little different. Used to be a lot more Sunday night services. We wanted to give people an opportunity to come meet us and to to worship with us. And and uh, you know maybe you went to church that morning and you just want to spend more time in the house of the Lord. Uh, or maybe you work and you know you can't go to morning church. Or maybe you miss church that day or whatever reason. Or maybe you're new to town. And you're looking for a church. Well, let me give you an opportunity to get in on the ground floor or something. We're a church plant, meaning we're a new church. And, you know, we're, we're, 
we're small, but we're a group that is powerful in the spirit. Uh, you know, we have a great, great service. We just, uh, the presence of the Holy Spirit every, every Sunday is just palpable. It's just a, a wonderful experience. We've got a great group of musicians that, that just lead us in worship. And, and I'm going to be preaching this Sunday on, on, uh, what the Bible calls us. He calls us, do you know that we are ambassadors for God? Ambassadors of reconciliation, ambassadors of love. You know, that's an important position. An ambassador's got power. He's got authority. And Jesus gave us that authority. And we're, we're called to preach the gospel to all, to all nations and to all creation and make disciples of all nations. And that's what we're trying to do. So we want to equip people to be able to do that. And Jesus came to seek and save the lost. And so that's, that's why we came into the middle of the city. And we'd just love for you to join us. We're a spirit-filled, Bible-based, non-denominational recovery church. And you say, well, I'm not in recovery. Everybody's recovering from something. The Bible I'm holding in my hand right now is a book about recovery. And everybody's recovering from something. It may be anger. It may be anxiety. It may be depression. It may be a sickness or disease. It may be that you lost somebody in your family. It may be relationship issues. Or it may be alcohol and drugs. But, you know, we're going to love you, encourage you, and we just want to invite you. We're so excited. We just have such a good time every Sunday night. So that's at 240 West 18th Street. Um, come get in on the ground floor or something. We think we're building something special. And our, our parent church is where Break Every Chain is, New Covenant Church. And, and we're at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, 6 p.m., 240 West 18th Street. Uh, we, we're on Facebook. You can go watch some of our prior services and and uh, check it out. But uh, you can watch us live each week. Uh, we come to you on Facebook. But we'd love to meet you in person. We'd love to encourage you. Everyone is welcome. We're going to love on you. And, you know, the first person you're probably going to see is my wife. And she's just got such a loving spirit. She's going to hug you and and, and and just give you a big hug and tell you how much she appreciates seeing you. And we're getting to know each other. You know, we had a we had a coffee deal uh, last week, and and everybody came, and, and we really got to know each other. It's a group. It's you know, there's I'm not taking anything away from any other church. Nothing wrong with big churches, but um, you know, you can get to know everybody in our in our ministry, uh, and it's it's really exciting. And and we're just so blessed to be able to do this kingdom work. I want to put a shout out. We're going to have a guest. His name is is Terry Carter. I'm going to put him on in a minute, but I want to promote two more ministries before I do. And that are recovery related. We're going to get to, I promise we're going to get to recovery. Uh, one is hope for all in Jesus prison ministry. You know, these, these, uh, I'm actually going to do three. I'm sorry. Uh, these prisons have been shut down with COVID, you know, and people that are in jail or in prison are really receptive to hearing um, the word of the Lord. They're really receptive to changing their lives. They, they're in a position where they're not affected by the world, you know, all the people they've been wrong, people they've been running around with and the wrong things they've been putting in their body. And they're really in a position to listen. And so it's really been, you know, there's been so many casualties of, of this pandemic, you know, of course, people passing away, but also just how it's changed our lives. And one of the things that changed was people couldn't go into the prisons and minister. The prisons were closed off. And so it's exciting. That's an exciting time. People are getting back in the prison. You know, we've got a guy named John Hammond and, and Sheila who run Hope for All and Jesus Prison Ministry that have been on this program before. They're going to be on, I think, next maybe next Wednesday uh, again. And uh, we're going to hear about what they've been doing 
doing. I know they've been going to a different unit every week at each Saturday and maybe each Sunday, too, and just, you know, really ministering to these guys, and that's great. And then there's my friend Pastor Boyd Harrell over at Cool Ministries. He's been on a tour with a guy named Eddie B., and uh, that's uh, Conviction for Christ Ministries, and they have been tearing it up, for lack of a better expression. They've been going to units all over the state. If you go to Pastor Boyd's Facebook page, Boyd Harrell, uh, you can look. He posts things. For example, they were at the Stell unit recently. They had 143 prisoners at their service, and 17 people gave their life to Christ for the first time, and 47 rededicated their lives to Christ. Now, that's doing kingdom work. Jesus came to seek and save the lost. And, you know, then when, when people come out of prison and they want to change their lives, I want them to come into church, and I want them to be welcomed and open. That's what we're called to do. And then I, I want them to come to break every chain and be involved in faith-based ministries. You know, I believe with all my heart that, you know, I believe in secular recovery. I believe in counseling. I believe in the 12 steps. I believe in cognitive recovery, smart recovery. But I believe with all my heart that when you combine it with a spiritual awakening, with faith-based rehab and faith-based groups of fellowship to keep each other strong, that the chances of recovery are just so much greater. They're exponentially increased. And and that's that's what our ministry is all about. And, of course, then there's my friend, Tommy Thompson, who's the CEO over at the Open Door Mission, and uh, man, they're doing powerful work over there. They they take in homeless guys and uh, homeless and addicted because you know you don't have to be necessarily living under a bridge to be homeless. Your wife can kick you out of your house, and you're living in your car. I, I know some brothers that have gone through that, and through the power of Jesus Christ, have have living a different life now. And, and you know, we serve a God of restoration, and He's restored their their relationships, and they're back home. But you know, at one point they were essentially homeless, and then of course we do have a problem in this city. Just drive around downtown and you'll see tents under bridges and and a lot of those people are either suffering from mental illness or from addiction addiction changes people that's the enemy got us under bondage and it changes people makes them into something that they're they're not and so tommy thompson has been running the open door mission now for seven or eight years i forget they're doing an incredible job because they start every day in church and they start their number one principle is jesus saves and tommy's personal mission statement says to introduce people to jesus christ in positive ways but they also they use every tool in the toolbox. They've got a one-month program, and they've got a seven-month program. You know the best thing about it? It's free because they're just doing God's work. Anyway, and so they use smart recovery. They use the 12 steps. They use everything else that they can think of. They tr- do job training. They provide medical and dental benefits. They teach guys how to use computers, how to put a resume. And then, you know what? They get them a job. And they instead of being homeless, now they are taxpaying, productive citizens. And they're no longer living in shame and guilt. And they feel better about themselves. They feel, you know, they're doing something positive with their life. I've had, my, I've had probably 10 guys that maybe maybe 15 that graduated from the open door mission on this program and they're all living you know faith-filled productive happy lives you know jesus came he wants us to have an abundant life you know of course he came to for our salvation that's the most important thing but while we're here you know this world he said we'll always have trials and tribulations but these guys that have graduated from the open door mission now they know how to deal with those trials and tribulations so that's what this show's about so even if you're out there listening and you're like i'm not in recovery i I don't have an addiction problem well i bet you you know somebody that does i bet you know somebody that needs hope i bet you know somebody that needs 
Jesus Christ. You know, it may be your your, uh, your parent or your or your child, and you've been lost, and you don't know what to do. Listen, I want to help you. I want to help you find some kind of whatever the the match is. You can you can email me at Pastor John. That's it's J O N. So remember that because it'll go. You know how the internet is. You don't get everything right. You're in trouble. Pastor John at N as in Nancy C C Greater Heights dot org. Again, that's Pastor John J O N at N C C Greater Heights dot org. Or you can call me or text me. Would probably be better. Eight three two four seven five eight six four two. Eight three two four seven five eight six four two. Give me a text. You know, I'll I'll try to connect you with the right group that can provide the help that you or your loved one needs because that's what this show's about. Okay, let's get uh, our friend Terry, our friend of the program, Terry Carter, on. Uh, Terry, I'm sorry to keep you holding for so long. How are you, my brother? Great, John. How you doing, sir? I am just excited to to be doing recovery radio and trying to help folks and trying to lead them. You know, I can't save anybody, Terry, but I know somebody that can, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> so, but yeah, absolutely, amen. Amen. But Terry is. Let me give a little a little. Uh, Terry's been a friend of the program really since we started. I think he was on the program maybe one month in. He's been listening and and helping us, and and he has a a a counseling. Uh, service or a psychological uh, approach that is really unique. It's called rapid transformational therapist. And as I said in the opening, I believe in any, every. You use every tool in the toolbox. So he works with people that have been addicted, but he also works with people that are sober now, and longer term, and ready to achieve more in business, personally, or in a loving relationship, in any aspect of their lives, and with athletes and all kinds of people. And Terry's youngest daughter actually struggled with addiction. Uh, for several years as a teenager, but she's now happily married and eight years sober. Praise the Lord and happy with her life. So, Terry, uh, tell us a little bit more. I gave a little overview, but tell us a little bit more about what you do. Well, worldofwellnesstoday.com is actually the website that people can go to, and I do free evaluations. We just sit down and kind of talk about what's going through people's minds. And as you know, John, I mean, the world is a mess right now. It has been for. Yes. Like since uh, COVID certainly didn't help the equation no. in any way. And there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety out there. And a lot of people are, you know, they're turning to God. And that's the greatest thing they could possibly do to get some help in that area. But a lot of people in the people that I know, I've, I've donated hundreds of hours of work to help people out. And that is partially because the anxiety levels have just continued to rise. I mean, economy is not great for a lot of people. Their income was cut off for a while, their business shut down, whatever it may have been. Sure. And and this is just a situation where we all need to pull together. And this is a situation where, you know, society is kind of divided right now. There are a lot of people kind of throwing things at each other and calling well, each other right. names. And. Honestly, that's, you know, if we're looking back at the Bible, that's not something Jesus recommended in, as politics or na- with your neighbors or anybody else that I'm aware of. So, well, Jesus I, said a I house do, divided cannot stand. And, you know, it's, it's, it's scary in our society right now because you are exactly right. We are divided and people need to turn to Jesus Christ and start loving each other instead of just throwing rocks at each other. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry, my friend. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. What I basically do is. I work with people who know that they have an issue and that they want to resolve it, whether it's, hey, you know, I have addiction, I've gotten over that, I've been sober for a certain number of months or years, 
and I'm just looking for a better life now. I want to find somebody who loves me for who I am today. And honestly, that's the best way to find a good relationship is to try not to pretend that you're somebody else. That's I don't for know sure. how many of us, we have friends that fall into that category. Well, Terry, you know, let me, break, let me break in for a second. You know, that's one of the things about addiction is that people are enablers and, and people are, you know, in addiction, we so often want, we act like, we, I, I act like I think you want me to act. I act like how I want, I think you'll like me if I act mm-hmm. a certain way, rather than just being genuine. And that's one of the great steps of things about the working through the 12 steps and through your program is becoming authentic and just who you are. God made you wonderfully and perfectly, and you don't need to be somebody else. Anyway, go ahead, my friend. Tell me no, more. No, no, that's, that's absolutely right. We've got a program that teaches people to work on their authenticity you know, where it pays off at home as well as at the office, because so many of us are two personalities. We yes. have to be this way at home and this way at the office, and we can't be the same person. And we feel like that's acceptable. And mm-hmm. honestly, it shoots us in the foot every time. It's self-sabotage. Yeah, so no. what I do is I help people kind of get an understanding of who they are and to really love themselves for who they are with you know, with the, uh, you know, the foot that doesn't work as well, with the hand that doesn't work as well. I've got one of those. My hand doesn't work as well as it used to. Um, you know, and, you know, maybe without the makeup on, without the dress on for the ladies or for guys that they forgot to comb their hair, that they still appreciate who they are and the people they get as friends and maybe spouse, that those people accept them as they are as well. well that's, that's a wonderful thing. What, I, we want, what we're looking for. Yeah, I heard the... Somebody described the 12 steps, for example, once as a journey to authenticity, because, you know, addiction, you live a double life. You can't be yourself. Exactly. You, you can't just tell everybody, you know, hey, I'm a I'm a drug addict. I'm, a, I'm an alcoholic. You know, so you got to you got to pretend you're somebody you're not. So breaking things down and, and becoming authentic is 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 an important part of not only recovery, but of the Christian walk. You know, we just got to be who we God made us. You know, one of the things I, that I know you you uh, do, Terry, is is. Look at the root causes that push people into addiction or into dysfunction in life. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, and I want to focus on something that I have seen. It's kind of a meme that's gone around Facebook and the Internet and probably all over the places on social media. But it's a picture of a well-known Hollywood actor, and it's it features him, and then it's got some really powerful words about what's going on in our society and the kind of help that we really need to address. And it starts off by saying cannabis. Alcohol, nicotine, caffeine are not gateway drugs. And underneath that, it says trauma is a gateway drug to things like addiction, crime, and worse. Childhood abuse and being bullied are gateways. Yes, Molestation are. is gateway. Neglect is a gateway. And these are powerful things that most of us, even therapists, are not aware of until they hear this, and then it all kind of clicks into place. So it really comes back to how we were raised and if you, you know, my daughter went through rehab and she was in a couple of different uh, facilities, um, both inpatient and out. And then she graduated from Archway Academy, which you and I have talked about. It's a phenomenal uh, sober high school here in the Houston area. Let me put in a plug for them real quick. Archway Academy is just an incredible program for kids that have had difficulties with addiction. And, and they get all kinds of support. And, you know, they just do wonderful things. And, and you know, if, if your child has had some problems with addiction and, and is trying to do better and is trying to get sober and needs that kind of support of people that understand them and yet, you know, wants to excel academically archway academy and sasha mclean their executive director just a wonderful yeah. program it's such a blessing to have that in our community go ahead terry sorry about that 
Yeah, Sasha is such a gift. You're exactly right. Amen. Below below that as we're going through, I mean, we talk about trauma, childhood abuse, molestation, neglect, but then it says drug abuse, violent behavior, hypersexuality, self-harm. Are these these are symptoms, but they are not the causes of these much larger issues that we're dealing with in society. And it's then it makes the big statement, which is almost every one of these issues stems from a childhood filled with fear, filled with trauma, filled with absent parents, absent parents, excuse me, and possibly even an abusive family or a bullying situation. I can tell so you this, Terry. I can tell you this. Uh, in addiction, nine t- times out of ten, there's yeah. significant childhood trauma, at least significant to that person. It's significant childhood trauma, and sometimes it's within the family, and sometimes it's external, but significant childhood ter- uh, trauma that led uh, or was part of what led to the addictive situation. Okay, go ahead. No, no, you're right on the money. Yeah. And that's true in, for people who wind up in prison. It's people who commit crimes. Drug addiction definitely fits into that category. Uh, the kids that I had actually sat down and had like conversations with were teenagers and some in their 20s. I would say 85 to 95% of those kids had some sort of abuse that they either admitted to or they hinted at that they didn't want to go into the details on. Well, we're just sitting there eating a sandwich. Sure. So it is exceptionally common out there. And what we really need, John, is we need to introduce Christian values. These are spiritual values. I, I talk to people on a spiritual basis all the time in my therapy business, partially because you inspired me to move that way with your show. Praise the Lord. Um, but we need more communication in every family, in every friendship, in every you know person you drive by who's on the side of the road, who you, know, you want to give him cash, but you kind of have a feeling in your heart that he's going to go spend it on drugs, if you do, or alcohol. Sure. So a sandwich is always my recommendation to kind of go that way, and I learned that through my own child. Um, communication, consistency, or basically compassion, helping other people, being able to step outside our box and look around and go, who else needs some help here besides me? I know I need help. We need to get to a point of less judgment, accepting people for who they are, and that is really one of my key lessons that I teach well, I teach people about self-love and not accepting their own judgments of themselves or of other people. That's wonderful. And you know what they need to, and I'm going to give a plug for my church again, is they need to understand that God loves them and that God for, will forgive them, has forgiven them for everything they've ever done. He loves them. He has a purpose in their life. And so if you come to our church you know, and you, you you felt like you haven't fit in and, and, you know, you feel like you've made all these mistakes, we're not going to judge you. We're going to love you. That's what people need, you know. Yeah. Our motto is, you know, and, and, and break every chain, our ministry there is to love the unlovable because these people need to know they are wonderfully and fearfully made and they are loved and, and they don't have to be defined by whatever they went through. They can be defined by who they are, and that is a ch- beautiful child of God. So I want to give you time, Terry, too, to talk about, because I think this is critical. You you sent me a text uh, earlier, and you said that uh, you had four principles to help a friend become more bulletproof to adversity and anxiety. This time goes pretty fast in this new time slot, so we don't have much time. So I'd really appreciate it for if you load those out for our listeners. Sure, I'll be glad to. I'll go as fast as I possibly can. Thank you, my friend. Um and, and let me start off by saying, you know, we all need angels in our lives. And yes. yesterday I had the chance to talk to a person I consider to be an angel in my world. And she is wise, and you'd think she has gray hair and all this, because she's, she's, everything she says is spiritual, and it's, it's based on God. She's not 
even necessarily Christian, but she has a view of the world that is completely different than anybody else. She stands out like a sore thumb, but in a most beautiful way possible. She's like a beautiful flower because of who she really is, and she's exceptionally authentic. And when I talk about somebody like that, you probably think of somebody who's 80, 90 years old, but she's only 26. No. She's just, a, she's just a little young thing, and she's got an amazing life, and she's helping millions of people without even trying, honestly. Terry, so let me go ahead and tell you about this. Yeah, we got one minute left, so give us those I'll principles. Be, I'll, be, I'll be as quick as I can on it, then. Um, essentially, what it comes down to is this is teaching children and, and adults to be bulletproof. One of those secrets is you've got to love yourself completely for who you are, with your mistakes. And the biggest part of that is to acknowledge that, yeah, things happened when I was young, and ask yourself, what's the role of this information in my mind right now if I were able to look inside myself and look at it? Is it important that I keep this information today now that I'm 40 years old or 25 years old or 80 years old? And in most cases, it probably helped you as a child, but it's probably not something that you need today in your world. Well, Terry, we've, we've kind of focused on that one today. I tell you what, you're going to need to come back on very soon. We're going to have to spend more time on these four principles because I'm out of time, my friend. I'm sorry. So thank, thank you. But, you know, that's one thing people need to get past their mistakes. God's forgiven you and love yourself. Hey, join us this Sunday at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, 240 West 18th Street, 77008 in the heart of the Heights. You know, we'll love you at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. But more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Amen.